Welcome to another episode of the brand called You, a video and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Today I'm privileged to welcome a very very senior and accomplished professional from India and the world, Mr. Arun Maira. Arun, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ashutosh. What an honor and pleasure to be with you today. Thank you so much. Um, Arun is the chairman of HelpAge International. He's a former member of the Planning Commission of India. He's also the former, cha- former chairman of the Boston Consulting Group India, and he's an author, and I always have a soft spot for authors. So Arun, tell me, what would you say are three key milestones in your life or your career? Thank you, Ashutosh. Uh, I always, as I grew up uh, as a young person, just post-partition, I was four or five years old when mm-hmm. Dependence took place. My family were refugees from uh, uh, Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I wanted to serve the country. Mm-hmm. And that was the spirit that my parents um, gave to me. That you know we have to now build a new India, and you know you are a young person, and uh, you must do your best. So I wanted to uh, serve the country. And when I went through school and then to college in the 1960s, the the only avenue it seemed for young people who wanted to you know really helped build the country was to join the civil services, mm. the IAS, Correct. preferably or the IFS. And so all people in St. Stephen's when I was there would, uh, whether they did physics or economics or history, the best of them mm-hmm. for the civil service exam and the lots of them got into. And so mm. it was pretty much populated by people from St. Stephen's Correct. Uh, college. Mm. So I wanted to do the same. Um, however, the principal of St. Stephen's College in my last year when I'd finished, uh, suggested to me that uh, I do consider meeting with the directors of Tata's mm. who had uh, put a request to the principal um, to uh, nominate, if he wished to, any student who he felt might qualify for the mm. standard of the Tata Administrative Service, okay. which was a, a very elite uh, yep. services Tata's had created. And they were taking you know one person a year, two persons a year, no persons, if they did not find anybody suitable. Mm. Um, and most of the people that taken until then were from Oxford, Cambridge, Indians. Correct. Had uh, the best of educations abroad mm-hmm. and attracting them to come back and to serve India by joining uh, Tata's. Uh, and the impression of the business community in India at that time um, was that, you know, people in it were there to make money for themselves or for mm-hmm. some owners of the companies. And they weren't really saving, serving the country the way sure. persons in the civil services mm-hmm. did. So I sort of reluctantly, in a way, mm. I thought it might be a diversion from the course I was on. I did go and meet with the uh, board of the Tata Administrative Services. Mm. And they telling the stories of Tata's, what Tata's had done mm. uh, to help build industry in India in very tough circumstances, mm. uh, impressed on me something that Mahatma Gandhi had said. Mm. While he was fighting for India's political freedom, mm. Mahatma Gandhi said, Jamshedji Tata had been fighting for India's economic freedom. Hmm. This came, okay, you can serve the country Hmm. by also helping to build Indian industries, producing things in India, which India doesn't know how to produce Hmm. yet, Hmm. needs to. Um, So that became a turning point because I joined people with that spirit. Hmm. They were building India. And also, it was a turning point because I began to understand what organizations are, what industry is, what manufacturing is. Mm. It has served me in good stead, I think, mm. uh, through my life. Fantastic. Okay. 
The second turning point was uh, well with Tata's after 25 years, I uh, was given a sabbatical by them to attend to some personal uh, mm -hmm. health issues in the United States. And so I went up to the US and I was doing very well there as a consultant mm -hmm. to international companies, but GRD Tata had suggested it would be a good thing for Tata's also that I got. I'm talking of uh, 1989, mm -hmm. early 90s, before we had the liberalization. Mm -hmm. And he says that, you know, we need to have an connections with the international world and see how people there function, manage and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, you will come back whenever you can in the next mm -hmm. few years and you'll be a great asset to, to Tata's and to right. India. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, fine. So I went there and I, that was one thing leads to another, as you know. Mm -hmm. So I stayed there for about 10 years when um, some incident uh, in terms of a, a discussion amongst the best sort of consultants presenting mm -hmm. their best affairs in an internal learning group something happened mm. and someone asked me then um, that since you care so much for your country mm. i was presenting something mm -hmm. for your country why is it that you're giving your best talent to make big american companies mm. even bigger okay. and their owners even richer sure. you know, that is what consultants yeah. sell to mm. uh, big accounts with big uh, multinational companies yeah. that yeah. really got me back to mm. my track that mm. I want to build a country. Mm. <laughs> so I promptly and surprised everybody by saying, I'm going back to India. Mm. So this was like the reverse thing. I'm talking now, this is 1999, when mm. more Indians were going abroad because of these connections. Sure. In the IT world, they could get opportunity yeah. positions and to rise there up, etc. And I was coming back mm. at that time. It was a good point in my life because I reconnected with my life's mission, mm. uh, as it were. But then I came back to a consulting company, to Boston Consulting Group. And mm -hmm. after a few years, I told them, you know, you carry on. You're doing well now. They were well established. Mm -hmm. When I came, it was a very small, tiny operation. Mm -hmm. The time I left already, it was pretty well recognized as being mm -hmm. one of the best consulting companies here in India. Yeah. Um, so I said, fine, I'm going to retire. I'm 65, time to play golf. Mm -hmm. And we live here in Naralias. We mm -hmm. bought a flat here. And my wife said, good, now, you know, bought me she bought me a very nice pink golf set mm -hmm. said, well, go learn some golf and play mm -hmm. golf mm -hmm. so, uh, but she also said but first let's travel the world a bit mm -hmm. so we parked the golf set made arrangements for golf lessons when i came back and we mm -hmm. took off to uh, prague mm -hmm. um, and there in prague as we landed the day we landed i get this call from india mm -hmm. but that's the time UPA2 had just been formed, the election mm -hmm. result from Mr. Manmohan Singh, Dr. Manmohan Singh was back much stronger because mm -hmm. he had mm -hmm. people recognized, you know, some good and um, he had now a face uh, mm -hmm. in the political movement. Um, a call from him to say, Arun, um, would you like to serve the country? Will you mm -hmm. join as a member of the planning commission? Wow. Well, you know, again, will you serve the country at this mm -hmm. age? Mm -hmm. I thought I'd retire to play golf. Correct. I said, of course, sir. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I did come back immediately, cut mm -hmm. short a holiday. Mm -hmm. um, and so that was the third. Fabulous. Fabulous. So let's, start, let's talk about, that's a great segue to my next conversation, uh, questions for you. Let's talk about the planning commission. You know, uh, I also grew up uh, and studied in India. And we always used to talk of five-year plans, et cetera, et cetera. But as an insider, how, has you, how have you seen the role of the Planning Commission evolve over the years? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, when Dr. Manmohan Singh called me on the phone, mm -hmm. actually, I was in a tram uh, in Prague holding mm -hmm. on yep. 
Judith with a strap mm. and uh, this call came and they said I'm calling from the prime minister's office in India mm. to take the prime minister's call now what do you say at that time mm. yes mm. so he did sort of a very short conversation because you know the way he put it I couldn't say no mm. Mm. I said yes but then I thought about it I said planning commission I've never been in government mm. I'm not an economist mm. so that's the impression one had that either you were an economist or a senior officer from government mm. Hmm. and then you would be a member of the planning commission um or a part politician hmm. Hmm. and i was never a politician either correct hmm. and so i asked uh, dr manmohan singh when i uh, came and promptly came back and met him hmm. and said sir thank you so much but are you sure <laughs> that i can serve the planning commission i'm not an economist hmm. i've never been in government i don't understand uh, politics from the inside he said that is why hmm. that is why we want some fresh thinking mm. you are known for so he said so nicely for um, uh, being a good transformation consultant mm. uh, organizations to rethink their purposes mm. and to then reconstruct themselves mm. that's what the planning commission needs okay. so i'm going to give you a portfolio officially this mm. mm. was the portfolio because i know your history with tata as he said mm. and as a consultant to industries around the world but you are going to be doing this job Mm. which is the personal job and report to me and to montek mm. about how we can reform mm. planning commission mm-hmm. of india so here we did i did uh, with the help of uh, others uh, listening to the stakeholders mm. and there were many people from industry sure. who were, you know upset that india couldn't implement anything and no reforms mm. can mm. be made which would uh, further uh, the, the development of the country and certainly many civil society people upset that the correct didn't listen these experts don't listen mm. people are uh, being ignored um so from all that it became clear that mm. very substantially the planning commission needed to change its role all this uh, feedback was given to the prime minister to dr manmohan singh and all mm. of us in the planning commission went and met him mm. and said, we've done this uh, listening to india what does it want to the mm. mm. and here you are sir the mm. manmohan singh had said to me when i joined that uh, uh, that he had tried to reform the planning commission when mm. he was mm. deputy chairman which was you know 30 years before or 25 years before mm-hmm. it was very hard and he said since then also twice or thrice people have tried mm-hmm. it's very hard and since you are a transformation sort of guy mm-hmm. that's the skill we need correct a planning skill huh? correct okay so i we fed this to dr manmohan singh that this is what people are complaining about the planning mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. able to implement anything and also many people saying it's out of touch mm-hmm. with the realities of the lives of people Hmm. so he said he summarized and he was beautiful he listens extremely well hmm. and he has he reads obviously hmm. and he can find phrases and words which capture complex hmm. quite simply so he said the planning commission needs to transform itself hmm. from being a allocator of budgets hmm. Hmm, to being a systems reform commission hmm. reforming systems hmm. from being a writer of long plans mm. to an essay in persuasion wow the okay. essay first foxed some of us so one of us uh, sitting there looked into his phone on the uh, no as soon as he came out and said you know what the word essay mean you know something you write mm. essay is a force so okay. that made it a force of persuasion wow writer of mm. plans for the force of persuasion mm. so that's what needed to change mm. and following that we i spent 5 years but it was very hard to change the commission as it was mm. but he pointed out mm. as institutions get embedded within other structures mm. the planning commission was embedded obviously within the structures of government and the sort of people it's allowed to 
higher and pay as also it's embedded in a structure of thought mm. and this structure of thought which is that uh, you need to give more power to the people in the top mm. give them the budgetary control powers a ceo sort of idea correct and then they can transform yeah. the organization mm. but the planning commission is sitting within a open system it's mm. a democratic open system mm. forcing down um solutions given by experts mm. maybe if i might say like what's happening with the farm reforms mm. Mm. Uh, is not the way that we can reform systems correct it, the benefits must go to especially the people who have the least mm. privilege okay. uh, and opportunity uh, present okay. mm-hmm. so okay. it has to transform very substantially mm. and uh, after we left uh, based on our recommendations actually which we hadn't implemented mr modi did mm. the bolivia planning commission and created niti aayog institution mm. for transforming india mm. whose charter says what it should do which was so much in line with sure. the system reform commission and sip yeah. system mm. i mean it's not happening that well because mm. institutions are hard to change correct correct so let's move on uh, you know i wish i had a lot of time to in- listen to all your incredible stories but you know i'm going to now come you know to uh, your role on several boards Mm-hmm. you know you've served on many boards you're doing some amazing things uh and as a non executive director the fiduciary responsibilities are very very stringent what do you look for before you join um a board ashutosh um, uh, i was on boards a mm-hmm. few boards uh, in the short time between uh, uh, retiring as chairman of bcg and mm-hmm. uh, Uh, being invited to the planning commission when joined mm. the planning commission I had to resign all those correct things. correct and i was on the boards of some of the finest uh, sure organizations uh, in india and i operated as an advisor to boards yeah. uh, mm-hmm. uh, or also and i felt that uh, the institution of the li- limited liability company mm. corporation which is the primary institution mm. that the world is using for economic growth mm. okay because it is given certain independences and freedoms it is also given the privilege of limited liability so mm. it can take risks correct without uh, uh, killing itself mm. uh, and so um that's naturally i was concerned that if the world is not progressing well enough mm. to be able to remove poverty everywhere to reduce mm. inequalities to create more opportunities it's not just the government mm. that is a problem it may very well be that's the private sector institution that needs reform mm. in its construct mm. Mm-hmm. now in the construct we have recognized as many people saying that you know the the corporations are not being sufficiently uh, accountable to people other than their shareholders mm-hmm. uh, all the directors are there to help the executive to create more value for whom mm-hmm. the shareholder mm-hmm. most directors are chosen to be experts in something or the other or to create okay. a network mm-hmm. for the corporation to do more business mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so they are independent directors and the first view of independent directors is that they are representing the minority shareholders correct again it's a democratic idea that those mm. who have little amounts of stake but mm. collectively could be many mm. must be given some power against those who own a lot but may not even be in the majority though mm. and this is the conundrum of corporate governance within the construct of what a corporation is mm. and how to get an independent director to stand mm. up for the rights of the less privileged let me say shareholder mm. but more than that as we are saying corporation should also care about the environment mm. should care about the condition of communities mm. then they need a voice on the board who is the conscience of the community the conscience okay. of nature correct and, uh, 
So I saw that that is where cooperation evolution has to go. Mm. Independent directors will have a tough job mm. to be sitting in mm. a board where they are expected to be able to contribute towards mm. the increase of shareholder mm. wealth, but to always as a conscience remind people that the actions that you're taking, which may maximize shareholder wealth, mm. are actually damaging the system mm. which has allowed you to operate. Huh? So coming back to systems reforms. Mm. So I find that um, most boards, the best boards, mm -hmm. are uncomfortable with having someone like that. All of us in our lives Correct. don't like our conscience to remind us. Absolutely <laughs> right. Doing something right. Mm -hmm. um, so in a way, I felt relieved mm -hmm. when I was uh, required to resign all boards mm -hmm. because I was having a struggle with my conscience that right. I am not an effective mm. independent director as society expects me to be. Mm -hmm. I can be a good independent director within the rules and constructs of Hmm. the corporate law. Very interesting. So, you know, uh, you have played this incredible role with HelpAge, but given my time constraints, I was, as I'm talking to you, I think I'm going to ask you for a separate recording on, on just the seniors in our country. I mean, I have a book on retirement. Um, so I, I'm going to skip all questions on HelpAge, but I'm going to move to your book. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, your latest book, The Learning Factory, how the leaders of Tata became become nation builders. Tell me about your book and uh, you know, what has been your hypothesis here? Um, my, my book um, is a recollection uh, written now of mm -hmm. what I learned when I was a much younger person. I'm talking mm -hmm. about what I learned uh, 50 years ago, mm -hmm. 40 years ago. And what are the values that uh, uh, my experience with Tata's uh, created for me, in me? And it is that. And my book is about uh, getting people to understand that there are values mm. that one must always uh, be honest about and be true to while building an enterprise. Okay. And what were those values? What are the core values I believe in? And I learned these from Mr. Jyari Tata, yep. Mr. Amun Nugankar, Nani yep. Kalkala, and yep. others, who were like role models. And fortunately, because of the way I was selected in the jobs mm. I was given, very close to them very often at mm. difficult moments mm. when they had to take difficult decisions and I listened to them or when I had a difficult decision, I could turn to them to say, please help mm. what do I do. So it was very good um, mentoring and coaching from the greatest people of sure. the at mm. the time, mm. as you would say, helping to build industries that cared for the people. Mm. Um, so the three qualities. One was uh, the humility. Mm -hmm. I found these people not sufficiently. It's only Jadi is because mm -hmm. you always write business stories in terms of what the CEO at the time did, as mm -hmm. if he did or she did mm -hmm. the change. The change, as you know, and mm -hmm. you have written yourself, and mm -hmm. you know you've been in organizations. It's produced by millions of people if there are millions in the organization. Yeah, hundreds of people that are in the organization. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And these people, Jadi, Sumit Mugaka, had great humility about uh, themselves. Mm -hmm. And they knew that their organizations would be built if many inside, everybody inside, mm -hmm. would feel themselves a leader. Mm -hmm. Would feel themselves a leader. Mm -hmm. So this quality of humility, as well as enabling others to get pedestals, to mm -hmm. feel good about their lives, okay. to feel that they had accomplished something. Mm -hmm. So nurturing leaders, nurturing leaders, not building yourself. Sure. And this has changed so much, Ashwin, mm -hmm. in the last so many years, particularly Correct. when we start judging people 
that they are important people to be listened to because they have made a lot of money. Mm. They are the wealth creators. The values in their lives which mm. let them and enable them to create that money, mm. we don't question. Mm. So it's the means that should be looked at and not the outcome at the end. Mm. Hmm? Mm-hmm. So the outcome at the end can be produced by various different types Correct. of things. Correct. Okay? Correct. So I learned this from uh, Mr. Jyoti Tata and Mohan. Mm-hmm. I said that always think about the nature around you. Think about mm-hmm. the community around you. Mm-hmm. And if you have to take a tough decision, don't first think about what will get the most for us. Correct. Or for me, mm-hmm. what will be better for these. Conditions around ourselves, mm-hmm. and like Yadi, you used to say that if he had to take a very tough decision, and many to take dilemmas, mm-hmm. leader of the largest, most complex group in the world, perhaps, mm-hmm. that he said, I only first thought about what's going to be good for India, mm-hmm. and then also Correct. reflect on what is good for Tatars. Correct. And if there was a dilemma between the two, just do what's good for India. Mm-hmm. Somehow it will turn out. Uh, good for Tata's also. So I learned this system thinking too, mm. and it's about learning. Mm. And these people, both of them, JRD as well as Sumit Bhagankar, mm. were extremely curious about other people. What mm. are other people doing? What are they mm. learning? Why are things happening in the world in this mm. fashion? Mm. And so this desire to learn, hmm, how to become a more capable person, correct, myself, correct, as well as learning about how the system and the world around one's functions. Mm. Was I think the most important thing? Very interesting. Very interesting. And this also leads to the humility because you begin to confront problems deliberately, mm-hmm. which will confound you and feel humble in the face of them, rather than just saying I want to focus on the 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 sector of the industry I'm good at and mm-hmm. show off making competitor there that I'm better than them. Okay. So this is all very fascinating. You're thinking of management. Don't mm-hmm. focus. Please unfocus. Mm-hmm. Put yourself into challenges where you don't understand things, mm-hmm. and you'll learn and learn and learn. Mm-hmm. For the whole life, as you very go. interesting. So that's how it led to my book called The Learning Factory, because that's mm. the property that was created mm. uh, yeah. uh, amongst the whole of us. Very, very interesting. So let's move to uh, a few questions for you personally now. Yes. You know, uh, I've got time for maybe three, four questions for you. Yes. So, Arun, as you look back at life, you know, you achieved a lot. You know, from the Tatas to BCG to Planning Commission, author. What does success mean to Arun? Um, when I was growing up, my mother was a great influence on me, mm-hmm. and uh, we lived in a little village uh, after partition. Mm-hmm. My father was trying to build a small enterprise, so I used to get bored in the holidays. I had a scholarship mm-hmm. going off to a public school in the hills, but came back mm-hmm. in the long holidays, and there was no one around to, for me to. Mm-hmm. And so she said, "Don't get bored. There are books to read." And the mm-hmm. books she read were mm-hmm. uh, Mahatma Gandhi's biography, mm-hmm. Aldous Huxley's. Uh, novels, Agor's philosophies, and so on. So I picked those up, and the Gita was something like a required reading, as you know. Yeah. Sure. Three different versions of the Gita. Yeah. And I went and read them, and I stopped at this little point in chapter two about, uh, um, you know, success. Mm-hmm. Yes, success, which is uh, uh, you have the right to the work, and not to the fruits. Correct. Correct. And so this has stayed. I have tried many times in mm. 97, mm. again, three, four versions of Gita mm. uh, to sort of go beyond that. Mm. And so sometimes just to avoid getting stuck in that question, I jump and I say, mm. no, no, I'm not going to come back to it. Mm. But we start chapter three, four, which I've read. But that chapter two question, you have a right to the work. Mm. What is the work? Correct. 
for whose benefit is the work which is mm-hmm. therefore the contrast to the business of business is only business no mm-hmm. and not to the fruits thereof mm-hmm. and the fruits thereof is what i've been uh, i continue to struggle with mm-hmm. one is the fruits very obviously that you make money out of mm-hmm. your work mm-hmm. the other fruit could be i get fame out of my work and so Correct. it's quite easy to get into it Correct. so no i shouldn't be doing the work to become famous because mm-hmm. being a great person having achieved the success is there another fruit which one gets mm-hmm. out of uh, doing the right thing mm-hmm. and this is where mahatma gandhi uh, he when asked by somebody who said to him that mahatma ji you are the most unselfish person mm-hmm. the world has seen he said unselfish me no i'm mm-hmm. very selfish mm-hmm. i do what i do because i want to feel good about myself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very interesting. So, very, see, very interesting. So, who am I then? You know, what is this thing that wants to feel good? Correct. So Correct. that's that's what success Correct. means to me is a way of becoming a better being. Hmm. Very interesting. So, I've got time for two more questions now for you. My next question is that if you are on were a role model to millions of children who closely followed you and your life choices. what is the one thing you would change in yourself i am trying to do that i mean as i said from the question of the geeta mm. the change in myself is to uh, uh, stop um, mm, having the ego mm. and you see as a good teacher also you can have an ego correct let's say these people look up to me mm. they listen to me they respect me i'm becoming conscious that i need to watch out for that mm. because you know if you're helping others mm. to become successful it's very altruistic mm. what's inside me is this feeling that i have done it this mm. is my success by mm. their success and not to take it away from them it is mm. their success wonderful if i had a role in it i don't even know what it is mm. i mean they have picked up something and they may have picked up nothing from me mm. and they have been very kind to say that you have been my supporter and teacher let it not go to my head fantastic fantastic and my last question to you and this is a question on failure mm-hmm. um you know i have often said that indian parents or south asian parents don't teach children it's okay to fail you know it's always come first in class head of the line and that manifests itself in our behavior patterns at the traffic light i must be first in an aircraft sitting in coach i must be out first etc etc yet we fail and we learn my question to you is what have been some of your learnings from some of your mistakes Mm, Ashutosh, you were kind enough to send me some of these questions beforehand. Mm. They are such deep questions that we must, all of us, mm. reflect on such questions frequently in our life, and not mm. just when Ashutosh invites you to be correct. Correct. Oh, absolutely. For you, yeah. So I said, what are the biggest failures, mistakes? And I found so many. Mm. I said, there's something common in them, and it was uh, the one thing I can call out mm. now was whenever I put my ego first. Mm. whenever i put my ego first correct did make a mistake because yeah. i wasn't listening to mm. other points of view other things that i should take into account because if they did say so people to me please consider this mm. i would say they think i'm not smart mm. they think they're smarter than me mm. so this is a common thing the mistakes have happened because i thought too much of myself mm. and after that you write mm. uh, if then i fail but i went into realization that the failure was because i put my ego first it doesn't matter sure it doesn't matter hmm. very interesting thank you very much it's been such an honor and pleasure speaking to you and i am going to schedule another time with you based on your convenience to talk of help page and the seniors in our country thank you very much and 
wish you lots of success and good health thank you ashutosh thank you very much i look forward to that conversation thank you thank you for listening to the brand called you video cast and podcast a platform that brings you knowledge experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals you can also follow us on youtube facebook instagram and twitter just search for the brand called you